What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. My name is Andre, and I'm here with my buddy Chase. And today, we're going to be talking about how to create your own training camp and properly handle you know, your fitness and kind of periodize it for somebody who's in the beginning stages and they're going maybe prepping for the, one of their first tournaments. It doesn't have to be the first one. And, you know, if you just don't know how to properly do a training camp, it's this will be very helpful because having some kind of plan for your training and for your fitness makes a big difference in how you perform on the day. For sure. Uh, and make sure, and maybe if you've never, if you haven't competed or, or uh, even heard this train of thought, um, it's it's about uh, getting your body ready, um, you know, over a, a set time to focus for a specific competition. Uh, with you know, because competition has set time limits, you know, and usually you train for an hour, but competition, uh, what maybe white and blue belt or four or five minute matches, right? Maybe. It depends. It depends. So it could be anywhere minutes. between four and six minutes. Okay, so let's say five minute match, right? You might have three matches in a competition maybe five you're only working you know usually do a class for an hour um you know technically that hour is not what you need to prepare for you need to prepare for those three to five competition matches so that's kind of what the periodization is and training camp does is it takes you from you know getting your body ready for a lot of training to really focus training so you're ready for specific competition yeah and, and it's you you were talking about um preparing for that level of time block but I also think that um, for a, tr a proper training camp you have to peak your general fitness for, for sure. that time period right so there's a, there's a lot that goes into it you're preparing for a specific type of exercise and then you're preparing your body in general for that peaking at that specific yeah. part yeah. of like specific everything period of time is, everything right? is kind of angled towards that yeah you know, across the board fitness Fitness, nutrition, mm -hmm. um, strength, uh, the way you practice, intensity, mm -hmm. you know, so that, that same outline is across the board and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you've never done it before, that's a lot of moving parts. And, like, man, a lot of people, they, they think that, okay, well, I'm getting ready for this competition. You know, I'm going to start jogging more. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you don't have, you know, that'll make you better at jogging. Yeah, if you don't have any baseline cardio, then then obviously that's going to show you some returns, right? We had a kid walk into the room, uh, so let's get back to it. I believe we were talking about how people think that jogging is going to help, yeah. right? So if you don't have any baseline cardio, jogging will certainly help. For sure, know? no and, question. And if you don't have that baseline cardio you're probably not performing that great in the gym and you know that's probably the first the first step is establishing the baseline cardio but if we're looking at creating a training camp that means that you probably have the baseline cardio already so adding more reps of jogging level intensity it's not going to help you as much as doing things that are specifically designed for that type of exercise. Yeah, and maybe uh, like if you say, okay, I I'm going to do a competition. I think most people, three months, like 12, eight to 12 weeks is yeah. kind of like, you know, good goals for people. Um, even if they don't start in, you know, uh, you don't start focus training until eight weeks, you know, but the first the first four weeks you kind of start 
uh, getting a general fitness, maybe that's the time that, okay, I'm going to do a competition in three months. Okay, I'm going to start doing a little extra running. Um, and that's just to build general fitness, but that's going to that's gonna fall off when we get closer to competition because that's not going <clears> to <throat> help direct us towards competition shape. Yeah. So maybe, you know, for the first two weeks, maybe that's part of general fitness is getting a baseline, you know, a uh, run in. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of old school. Um, I love it when I, I coach kids and I coach uh, high school kids because <clears throat> the high school kids always got the dad who uh, you run with trash bags on every day. And <laughs> God, talk about talk about making it hard to succeed. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. You, wait a minute, you've been wearing a trash bag all week? What? How are you keeping up with your water? You're you're they're doing not, something designed not. for they're water. Not. That's cutting. why you're dying every day. <laughs> That's why you don't like. Oh, okay, it all makes sense now. But yeah, so there's a lot of science there. I mean, <clears throat> the, the general outline we we try to follow. You know, you've got your your general fitness, um, and that's going to kind of lay your base for the camp. You'll have a kind of a strength building phase where you're you're trying to get a little stronger, a little more explosive. You know, and then it'll kind of shift into fight prep. You know, and that's that's just your strength and conditioning side. Um, that's to, to kind of prepare your body to go through what you're com- about to put it. In. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That competition. You yeah. Know, and that's, that's just, uh, <clears throat> that stuff's going to help you with injuries. Um, injury prevention. I, I would probably say that's the biggest value in a strength program for, for competition, you know, for competing. Um, it's really just preparing your body for the extra stress load. Um, and it does something for your brain and, you know, your, your muscle connection and just tightens it up. Uh, and you can kind of avoid the injuries there. So that's kind of the first place when it comes to fitness and strength is a general fitness plan, you know, a couple of weeks, and then we move into a building phase and then into kind of competition prep, which is everything's really close to competition time. Um, we're not trying to really get stronger during that time. We're just trying to increase output uh, and work harder. Um, so that's kind of the layout as far as strength and conditioning goes. How, how long do you think it would t- – another kid interruption but it's it's kind of funny because he's with us i mean every time we've probably the last 10 episodes we've done podcasts he's been here so he's been it's funny he's good but yeah it's uh (laughs) definitely catch number two today it's it's okay like this it's just part like part of our lives is having the kids around right and that's that's good i'm I'm happy to have them around but sometimes it comes (laughs) with this so Anyway, um, so the question I was about to ask is, so you're talking about like we're, we're peaking and we're, we're doing our strength in order to prevent injuries and, and things like that. And you're not looking to increase output or basic strength. So um, how long do you think it would take if you're well, looking to get me, stronger before? Let me make sure I'm being correct. So like let's say if we had a – and this would be as general as I can make it, right? Because uh, there's a lot of specifics that kind of go in. But the general outlines stay the same. So like let's say 12 weeks. Maybe for the first two weeks is, you know, uh, general and, – and every everything I, I kind of have worked around and built around the way I, I lay things out – it's from our, our MMA team, from our, our pros and uh, watching our instructor, you know, our head instructor and kind of following guidelines. And so, you know, general prepared, uh, general physical preparedness, uh, GPP is kind of your first step. And that's just getting you, um, that's a length of a workout, uh, you know, so your body can handle that hour of practice that, you know, the, those an hour of hard practice, mm-hmm. you know, so that's and then you'll have a period probably four to six weeks where you know strength conversion um where you're 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 building strength during that time to prepare 
for the fight camp, you know, for the, for the competition, for, for that match. And then, you know, maybe your last two to four weeks, now you're, you're transitioning that strength to, to, to being able to use it, to being able to, uh, to keep your intensity up and to be able to put it, to have a higher output at that strength level. Um, so, you know, there's probably a four to six week window in there where you can work on being, getting stronger and you can work on getting stronger all the time. But as far as for, you know, direction towards a fight, we want that last period <clears throat> to not be as heavy, to be more, you know, what is slow five reps going to do? You know, not really prepare us for competition. So it changes to a little more explosive, a little more full, full movements. Maybe it has a finisher on it that has conditioning, but just not as a, you know, you're not trying to put on heavyweight and get stronger. You've already done that. Because the last four weeks is kind of your time you're going to train hard. And that'll be the next kind of step we talk about. It's not just the strength side, but how we'll train. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Um, interesting. Yeah. So I guess that's that's next, right? So uh, <clears throat> over that 12-week period, you know, in the beginning we have long days. Uh, kind of in the middle. They're long. In the beginning they're long, less intense days. Um, that's generally more learning. You know, we're covering – learning new techniques new ideas uh new concepts um you know and there's a point where that needs a shift um and you're not really trying to learn a bunch of new things now you're you're trying to drill uh and learn these new things you know and in this phase your drill intensity starts a little lower and you know after a couple of days of of drilling the, the the same techniques that you're going to implement over this time you should start picking that up um, you, and then it kind of transitions towards the end of camp. You know, maybe that period you're drilling really hard uh, to the point where, you know, it feels kind of like live, but it's just hard drilling on the stuff that you were learning the first period. Um, and then it transitions before the camp into kind of drill match and live where we're pretty much going from start to finish, and then you're escaping back to start and finish, and then a lot of live. So that's the, the most general way I can uh, lay it out. Um, and I, I know with my kids, uh, you know, preparing Team USA, uh, the kids getting ready for IMF, the IMMA, IMMAF, International MMA Federation Youth World Championships in Abu Dhabi. <clears throat> you know, I've had a couple kids come in this summer, and I've got three that are preparing for it. Um, you know, I'm preparing for it. The Kind of the last week, all the work's done. We already got prepared early in the summer. Man, they, they got strong in the middle of the summer. Man, they're running and they're super explosive. Now now the last phase is is just submission defenses and touch everything. So we're just checking boxes at this point. Everything we worked on the first part of camp, we're just touching it. Um, and I really focus on submission defense. Maybe that's a extra little additive there. But getting ready for competition, like I make sure we touch, you know, all the submission defenses. Just, just kind of bad position-esque. Um, that's a really good thing to add on is those bad positions throughout a, a camp as well. Is that why we started doing bad position day in general? At yeah. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, bad position is just something that <clears throat> I mean, puts you it, – it's a bad position, right? It's the most uncomfortable position we can put you in. Okay, you're putting somebody on my back and all <laughs> – even worse, you're putting me in a triangle. Man, you know, that's about as bad as it gets, right? So you really have to, to – that's not something you can kind of hang out. You know, and we prescribe uh, bad position days towards the end of fight camps. You need that. After you're wore out, you've been training hard, now you got to go in the class with, you know, people that come in fresh 
and, and do bad positions. So we, we kind of implement that at the end. Um, I think at the end too, I, I, I talked earlier, you know, learning and <clears throat> kind of those concepts and tactics. Uh, in the end, I make sure to bring all those back up. I make sure we talk about, hey, we were doing this because of this, remember. This is why we were doing this and, and making sure that whatever the concepts, like, hey, every time they try to pull guard, we make sure we don't let them close their guard. We pop up and we pass. You know, little things like that that are competition mindset um, that we shift to as well. Very cool. Um, so let's let's bring this back to how someone who's, you know, their own advocate, <clears throat> jiu-jitsu, beginner to intermediate, like how do you think – this would look specifically for jujitsu. I think that you know we're we're talking about uh, MMA and youth MMA both, right? And, and well, I, I tried to keep that pretty general because yeah. that, that's an outline. You know, I try not to say anything. Uh, you know, punches to takedowns or anything. Yeah, that's, no, that's true. Pretty, yeah. it's pretty general, I believe. Uh, you know, and, and I guess uh, you know, obviously, let's finish the question and then I'll answer it. But I, I hopefully, you know, that's about as general as it can be. Oh yeah, for for sure. I just want to make it clear that this is it's very applicable to when you're creating your own training camp because like it's funny because we you're talking about MMA and all of this and it's all peaking for a specific event, right? And uh like there's less specific events that are big for people who are competing in that space, right? But then we've got so many white belt, blue belt jujitsu tournaments and people just think they could walk in and, and like there's not good yeah. information on how to structure your own training. So I want to give people something actionable so that they can kind of roughly simulate a training camp, but maybe without all of the like official structure, right? And the the first thing I would say is that do some of the um, understanding of tactics up front by talking to your instructor, perhaps. For sure. Right. And like you, the instructor is not here to do a full training camp schedule for you. That's far beyond yeah, the scope of what sure. a normal jujitsu instructor is going to be willing to do for you. But you can kind of roughly follow how to construct a fight camp for yourself. If yeah, you have you have sure. a few buddies at the gym, you can definitely take care of doing that first bit of getting all your GPP in the place where it should be, right? And then what what do you think that we can do as an individual athlete without specific guidance that can help us get the most out of doing a training camp block of time? Easy. <laughs> Easy. Um, yeah, I, I think I would start, or you know, um, you know, hey, hey, instructor, I am sensei. Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> JJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, instructor, I, I'm looking to do a competition, uh, twelve weeks away. Um, you know, do you, do you have any recommendations? And that's probably the first place I would start. Mm -hmm. I would say, hey, you know, is there? What do you think I should do? You know, how do you? think training should be blah 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 but um i would probably start with um going to all the classes like at the beginning of that camp the easiest route is do do if there's a fundamental class or, to, or a, a gi and a no gi like do extra classes in the beginning that's going to kind of help 
um, with your general fitness, you know, and kind of extend you out and, and try to really, you know, take a ton of notes, learn a bunch and, you know, and then in those roles, you're not trying to compete. You're trying to learn those techniques you're learning, you know, that stuff. And, and that's, a only learning. There's not a second in there where you try to beat somebody in that first little, little time block, you know, and then it, then I make a mark. Okay. At this date, um, I'm going to cut one class back. That's just so I can be, a, I can work a little harder in the other class. Um, and now uh, last, the last period, there was a couple things that I liked that we'd done. We learned Kimura to bump sweep. We learned this guard pass, you know, okay. So I'm going to try to find these things in my roles. And now we're not necessarily learning anymore. We're working towards things. You know, we're not trying to play with things. We're working towards things. And that kind of gives us <clears throat> the ability to start drilling a little harder. Um, you know, and then in your drills, your intensity of drill picks up. It's no longer a learn. Like once you get, like, if I'm learning when I drill, I might hit every checkpoint every second of that hour I drill. If I'm not learning, we're, we're, if it's not a learning period, I'm going to try to be, I'm like, hey, will you give me a little more resistance? And we kind of, push back and forth a little more, um, a little more resistance. So, you know, it kind of shifts my training mindset to, to a little more, okay, I'm working harder. Um, and then your competition, you know, your roles turn into trying to hit these couple things, trying to find these things that, that you have. And then towards the end, <clears throat> you know, you just narrow that down more and you say, okay, I'm only doing one class at a time. And then when I get my roles, you know, I'm gonna ask for. I'm gonna look for those guys that over the last six to eight weeks were tough roles. They were okay with going hard. They were, man. They they kind of got after me. And I'm gonna make my roles tough. Yeah, roll you know? with roll with those people as much as you can towards what, the end. Three roles is usually what you get in a class. That's the general. I'd say three three to five. It just depends on the school. Okay. Well, then you know three. So at least three to five. You know, you can make three roles your toughest roles in class. Um, you know, and, and I would probably even say, you know, three, your toughest, and then one where you're about even, um, that way you're not totally just getting smashed you know, and you're still able to learn, yeah. learn a little bit. Cause you are getting ready for competition. You know, and it is important to, <clears throat> to have some success getting ready for competition. So that is important, but I, maybe that answers it right from top to bottom. That's, that yeah. would be the way I would kind of yeah. start your drilling by learning, move into you know your drills and it starts with a little lighter drill intensity but it picks up towards the end of that block and then there's another date where it's like okay now we're <clears throat> i'm working this stuff pretty much live and then my competition my roles are i'm trying to win yeah i'm, I'm yeah. trying to win um i would also make sure we look up uh look into uh rule sets mm -hmm. bjj there's a bunch of rule sets yeah so look into rule sets and, and that would also be in that last that middle to last block where I would start uh, making sure that we're doing things like I wouldn't just give up a sweep or, you know, if I'm fighting for a takedown, I wouldn't just concede the takedown. You know, there's places where it's like, okay, I need to be on top here. Mm -hmm. And that's for competition or, hey, I need to, I can't go straight to mount. I need to stop at side control for three seconds, get my points. You know, so that, start thinking about those type of things. Um, yeah, more specific tactics yeah, for yeah, your yeah. actual rule set. Yes, sir. Yeah, and that's that's something people don't necessarily, they think, okay, it's just going to be like class. Well, there could be some things that you're doing that you're not allowed to do at competition. 
you could be rolling in a place where submissions matter. No one pays any attention to points, and that's and that's fine. That's just a different different kind of you match your environment as closely as you can to the competition that's going to happen. And our gym's closer to that, you know. So I, and I've actually lost uh, you know a handful of competition matches. Um, and I, I'm looking at the guy like, man, are you not going to? But you don't have to. He, yeah. I conceded and tried to play jujitsu. He won the takedown and held me in half guard. He was playing just the rules. Yeah. If I didn't get out of his half guard, he he's winning two to nothing. He won two to nothing. Yeah. Happens. You know, so those things, you know, you're going to get a different energy a lot of times in competition, even if you're going hard with your partners. So you know, really making sure you're prepping for those rules and understanding that. Competitions are going to be different. Um, I, I guess something I do with our kids too is I, I try to make sure you see a competition before you compete as well. I think that's kind of important. Um, because <clears throat> it, it's gonna it'll be different than what you think. Yeah, for sure. So I think maybe you know that's always like I'd find one that's within within driving range. You know, within that twelve week period, yeah. and just go watch your division. Yeah, that go, way you know pay, what's pay, coming. Yeah, pay ten bucks, go yeah, watch it. Better you know, believe it. see, you feel the energy because yeah. it's a very different energy. Different. Yeah, um, you'll uh, get excited. You'll get excited, yeah, and definitely you, you will. So don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's going to be fun because yeah. you know if you're if you're in the sport, you're thinking about competing, you're going to enjoy watching it. Yeah. Um, I have a few other like kind of side points. Um, maybe your coaches are not paying specifically a lot of attention to the way you're doing. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but it happens. It's, it's relatively common, right? You don't have to just talk to your coaches about tactics. Your training partners, especially the ones that can kind of mess you up sometimes, they're going to have probably more actionable, more actionable advice for you yeah. than, than a high level, like a, a coach that's like a little bit removed from watching you during training. Yeah, which is very, very rare where we're at. There's a lot of places where coaches aren't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're like sitting on their phone, yeah. Yeah. right? Like it's uh, ask us. Yeah, you ask could ask you could ask us. Leave a comment, right? Yeah. Ask us for sure. Yeah. So, um, so get you can talk to your training partners. Your training partners are gonna be kind of the people who are helping you with your camp. You yeah, just talk. You talk to them. Yeah. Like every time somebody's like, "Oh, I'm thinking about competing three months from now," I'm like, "All right, what are you thinking about working on?" Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah, and make sure, yeah, and that too, like, hey, hey, I'm getting ready for competition. Oh, that's why you grabbed me like that today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry. No, so, like, it's good to be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, uh, end of August, I get a competition. I I hope you've, you've probably seen it, but I, I try to do it specifically, and um, I'll start messaging in our group, like, hey, coming today, please bring your gi, give me some rolls. Like, I make sure it's known, like, hey, I got a competition coming so that it's, kind of clear that we're going a little and, and it, you, it's it's yeah. done me well i don't have many times where people are like oh man you must be getting ready for a competition yeah you know, everybody so. gives you their best and they try to help yeah. you as best they yeah. can it's so a, i would it's definitely really let them thing. know yeah. yeah i love the community you know. yeah so um all right i think that's a really good general general outline on how you might structure a training camp um if you're doing it kind of mostly on your own which most of us in jujitsu we mostly have to do it on our own yeah. so Something that's going to give you outsized returns is paying attention to getting your GPP up because, God, some of the people you see at jiu-jitsu yeah. uh, tournaments did not pay attention to that. So pay attention to that. Um, the, 
the sliding scale of intensity or assertiveness, I think it's more like we're creating these little bubbles of being uh, good at certain technique bubbles, right? And then we're assertive in getting there and we just like add intensity, add uh, focus towards those things, right? Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of like slide along. We keep we keep getting more and more intense towards the towards the competition, right? Yep. And uh, like this is the time to develop and get to your A game. And you need to practice getting to your A game with the intensity that you're going to be yeah. giving in competition. Yep. So you, you can definitely do this on your own. Talk to your training partners. Talk to your instructor. But, you know, your training partners are going to help you a lot. So, any closing thoughts? No, that's just, uh, that's something, if anybody ever needs any help, make sure to message us, comment us in it. That's actually, you know, uh, it's what I do for a living. Yeah. Um, you know, it was kind of prep for camps and uh, tournaments. Like, you know, I, this summer I had kids coming in from across the country getting ready for Worlds, um, you know, and that's, uh, and then got a girl come in this, getting ready for another World competition in another organization. So it's a, uh, it's definitely what you know one of the things i do daily so yeah ask us um we definitely help with that yeah we, we will help as much as we can we love to hear from you anyway we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you in the next one